0: hi guys and welcome back to the atlas weekly recap covering the financial news and events of last week and the week ahead as of monday july 31st 2023 in this week's episode i'll be covering the weaker than expected cpi data released in australia last week on wednesday we'll also look at the us fed's latest interest rate decision and the more optimistic outlook for the us Finally, we'll talk about the trading hours that Australian and international shares trade on. So let's get into it. So on Wednesday last week, we saw the release of the latest inflation data here in Australia as measured by the CPI, the Consumer Price Index. So this data covered the quarter to June 2023 and it showed that inflation over the, that three month period increased by only 0.8%. And this takes the annual rate of inflation down to 6% for the last 12 months. The consensus was for inflation to slow to about 6.2, 6.1. So 6% well, well below expectations, which was welcome for I guess borrowers and the equity markets as well, I guess. This data supports the case of the supports the case for the Reserve Bank to leave interest rates on hold uh this week actually. So they, they meet tomorrow on Tuesday the 1st of August. And this was also supported, there were some retail sales numbers that came out on Friday last week as well. So those were weaker than expected and, and just showed that, I guess, Australian shoppers uh, slowed down on their spending in the month of June. So those two, I guess, data points will support the case for the RBA to pause tomorrow in the US as widely expected the reserve bank lifted official interest rates in the United States by 25 basis points and that takes the official interest rates up to 5.5% in the United States the the overall message was that i guess they were less less committed to to whether further rates rate increases would be needed and this was, uh, I guess, a combination of the, the statement and the, the post-meeting press conference as well. And this supported equity markets. Meanwhile, the ECB, the, the European Central Bank, also lifted interest rates last week in line with expectations up 25 basis points. And coming back to the, the Fed, so that the, the Fed won't meet again until September 20th, 2023. So a bit of a reprieve there for, for the market and borrowers as well. Now continuing on somewhat from what I talked about last week. So last week I was talking about ETFs and the pricing of ETFs. So I wanted to talk about market trading hours today. So if we've got shares held on a US stock market or a European stock market, you know, when when do these shares trade? And while this is something maybe a lot of people may know already, I think it's still important just from a a fundamental understanding of of how share markets operate and just better understanding the the price of your share or your, your ETF. Now, to make things simple to explain, the times I'm about to go through will be in Brisbane Australia time or GMT plus 10. So these are not the times that the share markets trade in their local times. Just for simplicity, I've just put it all in Australian times. And it just gives you, a, I guess, a bit of an insight into how global share markets trade during a, a 24-hour period. So firstly, looking at the, the Australian stock market, or I guess, you know, Asia-Pacific stock markets. So keeping it simple, most people would, would know the Australian stock market or the the australian stock exchange the asx so this stock market is open from 10 a.m and then closes at about 4:12 p.m so open for just over six hours and then trades monday to friday and then if we look at some of the other asian equity markets so naturally asia pacific region on a similar very similar time zone as as australia so they're going to be trading during similar Business hours so you'll find most you know equity markets naturally they're going to be trading during during the day during business hours so if we look at the Osaka stock exchange in Japan and then look at the Hong Kong stock exchange in in China So the Japanese market Osaka stock exchange it It's open from 10 a.m. And closes at 4 p.m. Again, this is in in Australian time so opening very similar time to opening and closing you know similar time to the the Australian share market it's open for about six hours and then we've got the Chinese stock market so in particular there's a couple of different stock exchanges in, in China but if we just focus on Hong Kong to begin with that opens opens at 11 30 a.m. and then trades till about 6 p.m. Australian time so again open for about six and a half hours now as we get into the I guess the northern hemisphere so if we look at European and UK stock markets so for example Representing the European stock market, we might have the the Swiss Exchange in in Zurich, and the the London Stock Exchange in the UK. So, these stock markets trade during the same hours, and they open at five pm Australian time, and they close at about 1. 50 so one fifty am the, the following day. So, open for about nine hours. And then the last stock stock market I wanted to cover up on naturally being the, the biggest, the, the US stock market. So in the United States, the two main stock exchanges they have over there are the NASDAQ stock exchange and then the New York stock exchange. So naturally you've got different stocks that are listed on different stock exchanges. And this stock market trades between 11.30 PM and closes at 6 AM the, the following day. So naturally, you know, a lot of investors here in australia they're wanting to understand what what happened during the the european and, and the stock the the u.s stock markets overnight so that just gives you i guess a bit of a bit bit, bit more context in, in terms of when these these markets open just from a, i guess a fundamental and, and terminal terminology sort of uh, standpoint so i hope that provides a bit more context around that So let's look at what equity markets did last week. So plenty of enthusiasm last week off some, I guess, supportive data releases that were out, particularly here in Australia. So the ASX 200 was up a bit over 1%, so 1.2%, really just off the back of that weaker than expected CPI data. The US's S&P 500 was up a bit over 1%. The NASDAQ Composite, Composite Index was up 2%. The Euro stocks 50 was up 1.71%. The UK's FTSE 100, one of the better performing share market share markets of last week, was up just 0.4% this week. Now the, the best performer, if we're just looking at these, these broader market indexes, the best p- performer was the Hang Seng Index in Hong Kong. So that market, or that stock market index was up 4.44%. And that was really off the back of I guess some announced government measures uh, around stimulating the the Chinese economy so that really supported that that local market over there looking at the Australian dollar it's down about 0.9% to USD 67 cents over the last week it continues to, to underperform as the the Fed lifted rates in the US last week meanwhile the RBA is more likely to pause at its next meeting this week so that has impacted I guess the performance of the Australian dollar against the the USD Looking to the week ahead as mentioned the RBA hands down its next interest rate decision on Tuesday being tomorrow so that'll be really noteworthy for for the equity market and I mean bond markets and for more importantly for, for borrowers as, as well We will also have the latest data on Australian property prices published by CoreLogic, so that's coming out tomorrow. They do do data to to the end of each month, so it'll be interesting to see what house prices here in Australia did through the month of July. In the US this Friday, sees the release of some employment data, so data on the unemployment rate in the US and also the pace at which wages are going up in, in the US. And with these two data points, the reason they're they're important right now is in this current economic climate, it's almost a case where good news is bad news. So if we have strong unemployment, so when I say strong unemployment, there's very few people that are unemployed and where we're seeing wages uh, going up, that is, it sounds like a, a good thing and it is, but if it's continuing to keep pressure on, on prices, that's where it's, it's bad for interest rates and bad for equity markets because the equity market believes that the Fed is not done with interest rates and we, we may see more interest rate hikes in the future. So interesting dynamic in this, this current economic climate where you know good news, we would, we would think it is, is good for the, the economy but uh, not so good for, I guess, equity markets. That's all for this week guys, I'll be back next week with another episode of the Atlas Weekly Recap. Thanks for dialing in.